Eddie Edwards, and you are listening to the Pro Wrestling Post Podcast. What's up, guys? You are listening to the Pro Wrestling Post Podcast with your host, Mark Madison. This episode's guest is Impact Wrestling's Ed Edwards. Visit ProWrestlingPost.com for interviews, blogs, and upcoming events in your area. You can also find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever podcast app you prefer. And now, here's Mark Madison. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Pro Wrestling Post podcast, and I am joined uh, by very special guest, Impact Wrestling's Eddie Edwards. Eddie, thank you for your time and your energy. Yeah, man, thanks for having me. Awesome. Um, now, like in your career that spanned over 15 years, what can you say leading up to this weekend have been some of the biggest challenges, some of the biggest triumphs, though? And throughout my career? Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, you, you know, uh, through, and, you know, there's been numerous injuries, but, you know, one of the major injuries of my career was, you know, I broke my elbow when I was part of Rental Water. I broke my elbow in a match against Kevin Steen, who is now Kevin Owens. Um, and then the next night, we actually had a ladder match, myself and David Richards against Kevin and Sami Zayn. And basically, it was where I had to wrestle a match with my arm in a straight in a straight cast. So I, you know, I couldn't really do much, but um, that was something that I had obviously had to get through and survive. And it's funny how it worked out because. In the end, the fans ended up respecting me for, for doing that, and it kind of helped elevate, elevate me to the next level. Uh, and then, you know, there's, every time you get an injury, you know, I, got, I broke my heel when I was part of Impact Wrestling. I get hit in the eyeball with a baseball bat. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah, yeah it's something yeah. like that. <laughs> something that floated around. <laughs> you know, these, these, are, these are things that us as professional wrestlers, we have to deal with. We know it's part of the part of the game and you know, part of the territory, but anytime it happens, anytime you see it happens, it sucks, but it's something that you have to use it as, you know, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger type thing. You know, I have I have a Rocky coat tattooed on my arm for a reason. And, you know, it's, it ain't about how hard you hit, it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. And that's kind of the mentality that I've always wanted to have in wrestling. And, you know, I try to use that in my persona. Yeah. That was uh, Rocky Balboa, I think, right? Yes, that, indeed. That, that last very, one. Very underrated one. It was. It was. Actually, um, I think Apollo or, or Creed 2, they're going to do the coming out. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> um, so, I, I guess that mental toughness, that kind of, how does, how does that early training kind of prepare you for that, though? when you first get into it, when I first started training at Killer Kowalski, it's something that you have to completely immerse yourself in, and, and that's what you have to do, and that's what you do, and, you know, when you first obviously start training, every everything hurts, everything you do hurts, but it's something that you know if you stick with it, you're going to get through it, and it's going to get better, and it's going to get easier, and when I first started, I, in my mind, this is this is all I wanted to do. So no matter what, nobody was going to stop me. And, you know, there's a reason that I, I wanted to use the, the moniker Die Hard. You know, it wasn't for the movie. It was for, you know, a kind of an attitude, a, a type of feeling where I, I will get beat up. I'll, I'll, I'll get hurt, but I'm going to get up again. And I've used that, you know, throughout in, in numerous matches throughout my career. And that's just the type of guy that I, I want to be. You know what I mean? That's somebody that I respect, and I want to be that somebody for somebody else. No, well, and and you're definitely doing that, right? You to to exemplify Die Hard isn't just kind of 
something trendy or cool. You you gotta believe it and live it every single day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's you know I, I've always wanted to say that. You know, it's not just you know it's not just a nickname. Even if I'm not using it, using it at the time or using it now as diehard idiot words, it's still it's still that same mentality that I have. Like I know I just want to leave it out there in the ring. I want to feel you know when I come back to the, from a match, I want to feel that I. I just wrestled the match. I just wrestled the big match. I want to feel, not feel the pain, but I want to feel that I left it all out there. And I want to just be drained of emotion and then drained of my physical abilities by the time I get to the back. That that means that you're, you're doing what you love. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, now, speaking of places where you're drained emotionally, physically, um, where the level of competition, competing in both North America and Japan lends itself to different challenges, different styles. Um what can you say from competing in different places? It feels like more the Japanese style kind of is adapted here, but um, what have you noticed? The differences, similarities, it's kind of changed over your career, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I was, I've always been a big fan of the Japanese wrestling, and that's, you know, why I went over there to, to train with Pro Wrestling Noah, train in their dojo, and kind of work my way up uh, that company, work my way up that card. And, you know, when I first got over there, it's just, you know, it's a different mindset over there. There's, there's a very strong sense of respect for guys who came before you, and they make you earn a shot. If you're going to, if you're going to be given, you're going to be given a match on the show, or if you're going to earn a match on the show, you're, you're truly going to earn that through training, through everything you do, you're going to earn that. And I, that's something that, you know, I went over there when I was early 20s, so that's something that, helped me grow not just as a professional wrestler but as a person and that's something that still sticks with me today and that's something I'm very grateful to have done is to have that sense of respect instilled in me and that's something that I like to try to you know give on to other people um, and that was like kind of the biggest difference because in the States you can find uh, in our wrestling school and, and train and and kind of pay whoever and train or whatever but over there they you know they scout you. They bring you in. You have to try out to earn a spot in the dojo to train. So that was that was really cool to see the, the sense of uh, respect they have for the sport of professional wrestling. Um, I, I've heard of some of the training, like five thousand, like five thousand. It's like three hundred squats, um, and like uh, the training and the the taxing just in preparation is a whole nother level. Yeah, no doubt. Like, it was, you know, we'd wake up, we'd go up, you know, it's me and a few other young guys or trainees, we'd go up, we'd, you know, clean the, clean the dojo, clean the, the weights, clean the ring. Then we'd be trained, then we'd train, we'd do the 500 squats, we'd do the 50, you know, bumps, we'd do however many sit-ups and 300 push-ups and all that. And then we'd go downstairs and then, you know, they'd make some food and the other guys, the, the veterans would come down and eat and then, you know, that's how it went every single day. And, you know, if we went out on the road, we'd, you know, be carrying supplies and all that and setting, helping get things set up in the arena. And then before the show, you'd go out there and do that same training. It was, it was something that, you know, when I first went over there, I couldn't, I couldn't get through it. I couldn't, you know, I was, it was training that I had never done, the type of training I'd never done before. So, mm-hmm. you know, these bridges and everything, I'm trying to do it and I couldn't get through it. And I felt, you know, I felt awful. I felt like, man, I, I made a mistake. I can't even do this. But then slowly but surely, you get through it. Slowly but surely, I'm, I'm doing better and better. And then I can get through it. And then, you know, I'm on the card. Then I'm wrestling matches. You know, it's, it's, it's 
it's a sense of earning something. You know, that's it's that's so much better than be giving than giving something. You know what I mean? You gotta earn it, and that's kind of what I did over. That's how I went over there, and that makes you know everything I've done you know feel so much better in the end. Definitely gratifying from uh, from from yeah. from all that early training for sure. Um, yep. It's impossible to to also ignore your tag team success. Um, big portions of your career, whether really strong single, strong tag team, what have you found the biggest differences um, in working with tag team to working independently? I know, uh, not necessarily independently, but in singles, because I also, I often hear, yeah, there's that coordination between you and your opponent, but you add two more bodies to it. There's a lot that can go right and go and can go wrong, but um, maybe if you can talk from that. Yeah, well, you know, not, not having somebody in the corner of the tag is definitely a, a different feeling. <laughs> uh, you know, I think... One of the good things about myself and Davey, when we were tagging, we, at any point, we could split off and do our own thing. We could split up and go do singles and then come back and do tag. And I think that we could we could succeed either way we went. And I think that was pretty unique for a tag team. Because, you know, in so many cases, you see tag teams break up or go separate ways. And then, you know, one might sink, one might swim. They might kind of both drift off or, or what. And I feel that we both could succeed either way we went, you know? Mm. And of course, and, and the good thing about, you know, tagging is, well, aside from being able to take a break every once in a while and get on the apron, it was, you know, so much more collaborative. There's, so there's, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. There's four minds going into a match and trying to, you know, create things and, you know, myself and Davey coming up with new ideas and, and different ways to go about things and, and new gear and new look. Like that mm. was, that all went into it and it really helped us grow you know, as friends and as a team, you know, that was kind of the cool thing uh, behind the scenes. Um, a lot of working together, but then at the same time, you're, um, you need you need to put whatever you personally maybe think and maybe put the best, what works best for the team, I guess, is kind of the idea, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, whatever, whatever makes us work, whatever makes us match the best, whatever makes what we're doing, whatever makes the story the best, let's just go out there and do that. And that's, you know, that's what our team was based on. That's why we came together in the first place. We both had a very similar mentality as far as pro wrestling styles and pro wrestling mentality. No, no doubt. Um, you, you guys had kind of a couple of rivalries though, right? You work together, you broke apart, you work together, you broke apart. Well, any differences between the programs that you had from then and say more recently? I'm sorry, what was the difference between that? Yeah. Well, you know, like myself and Davey, you know, that's kind of, that's the, you know, not cliche, but the type of tag team thing where, you know, you break up and things go astray and, and you feud and, you know, you try to, get past it and move on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, last year, last anniversary is myself and my wife against Angelina and Davey and, you know, uh, surprisingly like a hardcore Full Metal Mayhem match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we got through that and then we moved on, but the situation, you know, the feuding going on now, like between myself and Sammy and myself and Tommy, this is, it's, it's a new feeling for me because it's a new kind of direction for me. It's a new character for me. I'm, I'm not necessarily necessarily the good guy in the situation where before I had always been the one on the other side. Maybe I'm the one who's been wronged, or you know what I mean. I'm the one who's trying to be that good guy and try to get through that situation. But now, you know, I'm kind of throwing myself into it. It doesn't matter what happens to me. It doesn't as long as I 
put the other person through some pain and punishment. That's that's kind of all that matters, and it's a that's a unique thing for me. It's something completely new for me, so I've really um, enjoyed the opportunity that I've been getting. Well, I, and and that was kind of it's almost like you're reading my cheat sheet, but <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of curious, like this whole new level of intensity, Eddie Edwards. The fans maybe weren't as privy to. I mean, a hard-nosed, uh, die-hard, never-give-up attitude is really transition. But you're speaking into a whole new level of intensity. What? Where did that switch kind of go off? Um, we could say it, it was Sammy to necessarily Tommy, but something internally. What within the character was amplified with your feelings, right? You know, it's just something that it's the emotion that's behind it all. You know, I tried to just to immerse myself in the actual story of what was going on. You know, Sammy Callahan hit, hit me in the eye with the baseball bat, stalking my wife and trying to turn people against me and attack my friends and stuff. And, you know, if you put, if you think about that, if you, if you live that yeah. moment, if you try to live through that, it's going to affect you. It's going to affect you emotionally. It's going to affect you mentally, spiritually, physically. It's just going to affect you. And it was something that, you know, like I said, it was a new opportunity for me. So it was something that I was just—I was ready to dive into. I yeah. wanted to see. I want to see. All right, let's let's get crazy. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. You know what I mean? Like to kind of see how let's see impact is different, so we can do different things. Let let's see what we can do. Let's see if we can. Let's push the envelope here. Let's push the envelope here. Let's try to maybe I just do this. Maybe I just do that. You know what I mean? Like it gave an, it gave us an opportunity to do very different things and kind of I enjoyed getting the people to kind of maybe squirm a bit or you know what I mean? Like they just to get to feel uncomfortable. That's okay. You don't have to be happy and loving everything that's going on. But I like that moment where okay, this might be all right. This is a little bit too much I don't know like I, I like push trying to push the envelope and just getting creative with what we can do and it's been a very much a collaborative effort um, mm-hmm. and they just kind of given me the opportunity to, to run with, with this now and I've you know something I'm I'm really enjoying right now well it's often said you know the the most successful personas or characters are yourself turned up was this always yeah. something that was a part of Eddie Edwards and we just you know it, it's something that I think everybody and I think that's the beauty of the people that are watching and the people that can relate everybody's been through this type of thing you know what I mean like not exactly the same thing but something that you know makes you just you know angrier than you could ever explain just blood red mad like this is something that it's inside everybody and I just had to you know try to try to find it because I've gone you know my whole career just being for the most part, being, you know, the good guy and going out there and wrestling and, hey, you know, trying to, you know, please everybody. Mm-hmm. But that that's something that was obviously inside of me. And now I've, I, I feel that, well, you know, I was able to find it. Something, something clicked and I, you know, I've just been able to, to kind of run with it. I, you know, that, that redemption pay-per-view where I, I finally got my hands on Sammy and, you know, and I get to I got to beat him with a kendo stick, and you know you can feel the emotion in the crowd. And here I am, you know, taping a man to the ropes. And he can't defend himself, and I'm basically beating a lifeless body with a kendo stick. And people were behind it cheering for me. And I was like, so okay, so this is something completely new to me that I can do. Let's see what we can. Let's here we go. Let's see what we can go with now. And then I, you know, when I came to the back after that. And, 
it was just you could feel the emotion. It was like, like I said, I came to the back and it was like draining to me. Like I could feel it. You know, I could feel like I left all those emotions out there, and it was like something just clicked. I think between everybody involved, you know, between the office and myself, and like, oh. Let's see what we can run with here. Well, when anybody's pushed to the limits, that's definitely what you tend to wonder, right? Yeah, it's a great point that it is within us. It's just a matter of what pushes us to that point. Exactly, exactly. And that's, you know, the emotion of pro wrestling is sometimes lost. But if you can find it and you can connect, that's that's a whole new story. That's amazing. Um, with Slammiversary taking place, uh, what can fans anticipate from this match between yourself and Tommy Dreamer? Uh, to, you know, to simplify it, I'd say the violence, you know, it's going to be a violent affair. That's what this is about. This is about, this is about violence. This is about pain. This is about anger. Um, you know, you kind of expect everything, but also expect the unexpected because this is the type of match where anything can happen. That's, you know, that's the beauty of this House of Hardcore match. Anything can, anything can happen. Hopefully anything can and will happen in the situation. People will be, um, people may be uncomfortable, like I said, at, at certain points. Who knows? And, and I'll put this disclaimer out there now. It, it's going to be violent. And um, so if you're squeamish, you may want to look away, but uh, it's going to be like, maybe it'll be like a car crash where you just can't quite look away. Well, you, you can't quite look away, but you want, yeah. you want to see it. But well, they've been on this journey with you, right? Everybody's wanting to see what's going to happen. Um, does this bring a close or does this open up a whole new level to the character? I guess fans are going to have to wait and see. Exactly. And, you know, because we have Slammiversary on Sunday and then we're following it up with two days of two nights of TV tapings where we're going to see kind of how things progress. And uh, so hopefully people will be able to come out and check that out. Um, I, I think a few tickets are still available for Monday and Tuesday night. If we can put that out there. Definitely. Um, come out and check us out because... Well, it's always interesting to see after a pay-per-view how things go and how things unfold. And I'm, I myself am looking forward to it. Um, before I let you go, I'm just curious if you're up for a little game. Okay. Okay. So uh, here on the Pro Wrestling Post podcast, we do something special called Wrestling Tinder. Um, <laughs> I always get a chuckle when I mention the name. Uh, yeah. So much like regular Tinder, if you're interested in the topic, you swipe right. If you're not interested, you swipe left. And I have to kind of scour my brain for something that might be inter of interest to you. Okay. Okay. Right, right for good, right, left for no. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. okay. So I throw out the topic, you swipe right, and then you go into your opinion on it. Okay. Okay. So uh, often new school mentality of wrestling, too many spots, old school, slow and methodical. Left. Okay. Um, uh, uh, this is a tough one. Um, yeah, gonna, hold on, wait. I want to go back. Swipe okay. Right. Swipe right. Back. Okay. <laughs> Swipe right. Everybody, there's a different flavors of ice cream for right. everybody. You know, this the professional wrestling, the great thing about it is there's something for everybody. If you don't like a certain something, you don't have to watch it. You know, it's simple as that. You know what I mean? If you, if you don't like the way somebody does it, you don't have to watch it. That's fine, but find something you like. The beauty of pro wrestling is there's so many different styles, so many different great wrestlers in the world today, especially today, especially right now. There's so much great wrestling around the world. Just support support pro wrestling this is what we're all here for we're all fans of it obviously that's why we're all tuning in that's why we're trying to find what we love 
But there's not a right way or a wrong way to do it. It doesn't matter who says it. There's no right or wrong way. If you like one style, as a professional wrestler, I like a style, I'm going to go out there and do it. If you don't, if somebody else doesn't like it, they can tell me that, but it's not going to change my opinion on it. No. Everybody has their opinion, and they're all entitled to their opinion. Uh, I, I don't like when people think that their opinion is the be-all, end-all. I'm 1,000% right, because that's not true. It's, it, everybody has their own thought and their own minds. And uh, If everybody can understand that, I think the world would be a much uh, better and, and less uh, hate-filled place. Um, it's freedom of uh, expression. Uh, go out there and just support what it is that you love, and you're exactly. doing that. And, that, and that's not just in pro wrestling. Well, that's just in life in general. Find something you love and go out there and do it, you know? Fantastic. Uh, I want to thank you, Eddie, uh, for your time, for your energy. For uh, You sound exhausted. I know you've got a lot going on this weekend. <laughs> just getting ready, man. Happy to do it, brother. Thank you. Uh, on behalf of Eddie Edwards, this is Mark Madison for the Pro Wrestling Post podcast. Once again, a thank you for listening to the Pro Wrestling Post podcast with Mark Madison. And thank you to Eddie Edwards for his time. Visit ProWrestlingPost.com for interviews, blogs, and upcoming events in your area. And you can also find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, or whatever podcast app you prefer. Thanks for listening, guys.